It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. We've got the great Bill O'Reilly, mega best-selling author, of course, close to 20 million plus in print of books, and of course, the host of Common Sense right here on 77 WABC every weeknight, 9 to 10 p.m. And uh, Bill, uh, I understand you've got some interesting stuff about uh, the media, uh, basically what ruining America. Yeah, it's an interesting study that came out, the Associated Press and a Robert Kennedy Foundation uh, teamed up to study the media. And, and when you do these kinds of studies, it's it's different than a poll. You call people and then you interview folks and um, ask them a series of questions. Whereas a poll is just like uh, one question or two. Who do you like better, uh, Trump or DeSantis, that kind of thing. So they came out with the poll, and the majority of Americans, no surprise to anybody, um, feels that the media has been corrupted. They're not honest. They're presenting agenda. It's hard to get the reality. And half of those studied or contributed to the study feel that America is harming democracy. So I was listening to you guys earlier about the uh, bill in Albany um, that people don't even know. The folks, us, we don't even know what they're going to vote on, and they have to have it done by tomorrow morning. So what is that all about? Why wasn't that bill just released um, so everybody could see it? Where's the media demanding that? I haven't seen any media demanding that of you. There's no Walter Cronkite left anymore, uh, Bill O'Reilly. We feel that the editorial boards of, the Albany Times Union, Newsday, the Syracuse paper, the Rochester paper. Forget about the New York Times. We know what that is now. That's not a newspaper. It's a left-wing journal. But the New York Post, they, all of them should be screaming, look, we represent our readers who pay money um, to read the paper or to go online. And what are you doing? You're voting on a bill that nobody even knows what's in it. I, you know, and then when you get to that level of corruption, because that's what it is, these politicians, they're not looking out for anybody but themselves. But the press, his role is to nail these people to the wall when they do that. Well, you know what, Bill, I thought about here. And, Bill, you know, I thought about White House Correspondents' Dinner this weekend. There was this moment with Joe Biden. He's in the room, and he said, uh, I'm going to be running for re-election. And there were people clapping in the room, and I thought there's something kind of odd about that, Bill, you know? The biggest the biggest amount of applause was when Biden dropped the line that Fox News is owned by Dominion. He set it up with CNN is owned by this person. Uh, MSNBC is owned by Comcast, and Fox News is uh, uh, owned by Dominion. Huge laugh, huge applause. The big and surprise. I know people, Rita. I know them all. Yep. Okay? I mean, I've been around uh, since U.S. Grant. I've been around <laughs> a long time. You and Cindy. <laughs> well, Cindy's got me, but anyway, none uh, Bill, of these people... The big surprise in my Trump interview last week 
was that uh, uh, President Trump said that the uh, CEO of the Washington Post was the uh, CEO Fred of the I. Reagan Library. Yeah, Fred Ryan. Hi, I believe Ryan, Ryan. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, so, right. It, it's all an incestuous proof. Everybody in Washington is a difference here, too. It's interesting difference. Everybody in Washington socializes with each other. And if you are not woke, you are not invited. Okay? Same thing in L.A., in Hollywood. If you're not woke, you're not going to the soirees. You will never be invited. Now, in New York, it's a little bit different. Because uh, we went to the Inner Circle dinner um, a couple of weeks ago. And there w- it wasn't, you know, a liberal gab fest there. There were a whole bunch of different points of view. But not in Washington and not in Hollywood. It's a monolithic thing there. And that is part of the corruption that we're seeing. But I can't tell you how angry it makes me. Somebody who worked at Channel 2 as a local reporter on the street, all right, to see what the news agencies in New York City and the rest of the state are allowing without any indignation, without any editorializing. They're just allowing it. And these people in Albany know they can get away with it. And Biden knows he can get away with it. And that emboldens them. And that's why this study showed that Americans are wising up to it. Bill, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. So I have to raise this question. Then why do we have a First Amendment protection for freedom of the press? Well, I mean, look, back in the uh, when the Constitution was being forged, the founding fathers understood the totalitarian nature of the king, George, because they fought against him. And in England, there was no free press. It was what the king said. The king did what the king wanted. As Mel Brooks once said, it's good to the king. (laughs) So they were very sensitive to that and didn't want any kind of president or any kind of leader to not have scrutiny but it's just evolved that the, the freedoms that were given to us in the, in the uh, journalism world have been corrupted by money. So, again, if you are not woke, you are not hired at the New York Times. You cannot work there. And this gets out into the agencies. Why do you think Fox got in so much trouble? Because unlike six years ago when I was sitting there at 8 o'clock, they went almost 100% for the conservative audience. We never did that. I'm a traditional guy, but I didn't pander to anybody. But when I left, they had to recover audience, and that's what they decided to do. So the corruption seeped in, and it cost them $800 million. And it's going to cost them a lot more because this is not over at Fox. So what 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 are they going to do with uh, with Tucker's position? Have they figured it out yet? Figured it out? There's nobody there. That that's what they figured out. There's no bench. I feel sorry for this guy coming in tonight. 
substitute a young guy. Yeah, Lawrence, right? It's Lawrence O'Donnell, I think, right? It was no, Lawrence no, Jones. Lawrence, Lawrence Jones. Jones. O'Donnell. He's the cook on Lawrence MSNBC. Jones. Lawrence Jones. Lawrence Jones. Lawrence Jones. By the way, Bill, did you see they've lost over a million audience? That's huge. And and yeah, I mean, it was an enormous when when you left, Bill. I mean, you what I loved about you, Bill. Is, and you and I, I was on your show many a time and, and always loved it. You always were unpredictable. You were independent. And, and there was that spirit, I think, about Tucker. You're right. I don't know how they're going to recover. They're not. This guy, Lawrence Jones, is a good guy. He's a young guy. But he's going to get whacked. When Carlson took over for me in 2017, he lost a million two hundred thousand viewers for two years. And then he decided to do what Rush Limbaugh did, program for conservatives, and he got back some of that audience. But now they don't have anybody to put at 8 o'clock, and they'll continue to hemorrhage viewers. And it's not like there's a lot of people that they can hire. There aren't. They're just not around. Well, Bill O'Reilly, thank you. Thank you, Bill O'Reilly. Bill, what are you going to talk about at 9 o'clock tonight? You know, we got Chris Cuomo on, and that's worth it, boy. You listen to this interview. Well, By the way, I will be listening you. to that because between you and Chris Cuomo, between you and Chris Cuomo, that's going to be entertaining. You're going to go at it. Yeah, they were on News Nation last week. You guys were blockbuster. It was great, Bill. <laughs> Thank you so much, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon.